Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back into the Buster Show. A very, very special guest today, Adam Glenn. First and foremost, I just wanted to say, love your style, love your look. Love your style, love your look. <laughs> Who are you wearing? The designer, fashion forward or fashion backwards. Gotta get verified on Instagram. That's so stupid. How are you? I'm good, buddy. How you doing? <laughs> doing really You were saving good. that one. <laughs> I, I was ready. I like it was it. there. It was good. I love it, man. It's great. People yell at me now. They're like, who are you wearing? I was walking by. Someone was in a car the other day. It was like screaming out to me. Who are you wearing? The designer? The designer? Fashion forward, fashion backwards. It's so funny. So stupid. Where did you come up with those? So I do these videos and just screwing around on Instagram. I did it like three years ago, just fucking around. Yeah. And, and it was just me. I was at these fashion shows. Yeah. And it's just like, no, like outside these fashion shows, have you been outside these things? It's the weirdest crew Only ever. Only when going in. Oh, it's occasionally. It's bizarre. It's like you have all these interesting people outside kissing each other on both cheeks talking about I'll see you in France and it's just <laughs> it's so stupid and they're just and it means nothing fashion shows people like always want to say I want to go to a fashion show yeah a fashion show is only like nine to 12 minutes they're not like right. they're really quick and it's so like it's wow. really just a social event it's such a social event it's so bizarre and outside these people are just so unique and there's these fake instagram models walking outside and then these fake paparazzi outside fake and paparazzi Why i mean do i don't even know they're shooting but i don't know what they're shooting for like taking photos and they're taking photos of everything and everyone and people are posing everywhere and it's like there are what? dogs walking across there asking the dogs questions it's yeah some guy is, <laughs> he's got like 12 <laughs> leashes he's a dog walker he's like trying to get around these these chicks I, it's the most bizarre thing <laughs> so I just started fucking around I was just like who are you wearing the designer and people started responding to it. and I put it on my Instagram social on my Instagram stories and people started loving it man yeah. people were loving it so I just kept doing it. Who are you wearing? The designer. <laughs> and I got the biggest response from it. And then people started tagging people in it. And then yeah. next thing you know, I start doing it to celebrities. And the security is like kind of coming over to me like, hey, man, we're supposed to hate you or push you away, but we fucking love it. It's so funny. Like we're dying laughing at this stuff. <laughs> they don't understand that it's a joke because one of your questions is fashion forwards or fashion backwards. Which makes absolutely <laughs> no sense. <laughs> Has anyone ever said fashion backwards? You know what they did? And that's the crazy really? part. It's like, yeah, you know, it's so funny. So this past fashion season, now it's turned into like a real question. This past fashion week, everyone was fashion forward. However, in the spring, I was at some, uh, the TV network upfronts yeah. and everyone was fashion backwards and it was so bizarre. <laughs> it's like, wow, is, is it, is it, maybe it is a real question. I have no idea, but it's, it's funny what it's turned into. And, uh, it's, it, I mean, the questions make no sense. And I think they're weirded out too. Like, who is this guy? And I don't, they probably answer it, but I don't know if I'm serious or not, but I like that part of it. Yeah. And it's just, I'm not trying to be mean to them. I'm just trying to make fun of the whole situation because it's just so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. I don't think enough people make fun of it with it's, how ridiculous it is. <laughs> you have to. When next time there's a fashion week, you have to just go and hang out outside the fashion show. I shows. will. The more, the better show is outside the fashion shows. Because you've got dogs kissing other dogs each oh, it's, cheek. It's, it's so unique, bro. It's, I'm telling you, man. And, you know, ever since I started these videos, they start catching on. And then it's crazy because, like, sometimes the celebrities now are yelling it to me before I even yell at them. Like, fashion forward, fashion forward. It just, it's, it makes absolutely no sense. I, I got to think. And the, the new question I did this past season was how to get verified on Instagram. And the people just didn't even know how to answer that. Like, ah, what is an Instagram model set? Is that, is that a, a legitimate answer? I, I honestly, they, most of them just got so freaked out by then. By the time I got that question in, they didn't even you, know what to understand. Are you so doing confused. it off a phone or off a, a off my phone real camera? Off just my iPhone. I actually have my camera out. So they think it's my phone, my camera and my, but I usually take right. the video and put it on my phone. You know what my favorite thing in the world is when somebody that isn't paparazzi acts like paparazzi just with their phone or with no camera at all just goes up and starts asking them questions Dude, that, in like the manner that a paparazzi would. Well, that's what's going on now. So I'm going to these events and other people are yelling it out. So it's just like, I'm not there, but someone random person's going, who are you wearing? The designer, the designer. <laughs> and actually, here's a story how it actually came about. I was at this red carpet event. It was the time 100, 100 most influential people event. Yeah, that's big a big red carpet, huge event. The biggest yeah. stars in the world there. And you know, when you're at these events, I'm press and I'm standing on the red carpet trying to interview people. They publicist sometimes brings people, you know, brings the celebrity or guests over to you to interview them. The guy next to me was just this older guy and 
you know, I could just tell he was just, they would, they would bring over, here's the janitor. Oh, ah, you get all excited. Like this is like some hot star trying to interview them. And he's like, ah, who are you wearing? Who, ah, who are you wearing? That was his first question to every single person on the red carpet. It's like, dude, this is the time 100 most influential people. Who are you wearing? No one cares. Uh, like, like who they're wearing. Cause it's the stupidest question ever. Like right. <laughs> literally at every single red carpet, they always ask who are you wearing? No one at home can relate to that question. No one's like, uh, Marshall's, you know, like it's no, it's just, I'm wearing Nike. I'm wearing Nike. <laughs> it's just, this, who cares? It's stupid. Red carpet people stop asking that fucking question. We can't answer that. And nobody cares. There's, you could ask any other, what you eat for breakfast. I am more curious what you ate for breakfast than who are you wearing? I agree. Right? I'm much more interested in what they for crazy. breakfast. Yeah. The diet, especially an athlete or an actress, much more interesting than much more interesting, what dude. a company paid them to wear. It's, it, I don't know the pain. They just didn't have to pay for the outfit. Probably. I don't know how I actually, I don't know how the industry works and maybe they have to ask. I'm that sure question. it's a combination of both. Yeah. But you got to figure out a bit, a better business model because nobody gives a shit. And if you do, <laughs> you have probably more money than me. It's pretty ridiculous. I want to know how you got started doing this though, because I assume you didn't just start by being on an iPhone and asking people well, fashion forwards of fashion backwards. Yeah, well, I love you. Look. It's uh, you know, I've been up this. I'm a, you know, I, I call, I consider myself, well, I am a comedian. Let's I've been doing comedy for the past a little under 15 years now. Besides that, I consider myself a street journalist. Now people are like, what is a street journalist? You know, essentially, you know, it's a paparazzi, you know, but it's a title that I just gave myself. I was like, fuck it. I'm just, gonna I don't, I always thought the word paparazzi was like a negative thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to call myself a street journalist. I thought it was just more respected title. Yeah. I mean, again, may, means absolutely nothing. I just kind of right. gave myself, but fuck it. I'm going to give, that's the title I'm going to give myself. Um, but I was doing stand-up comedy, graduated from college in 2006, couldn't find a job anywhere. Couldn't, you know, literally couldn't get anything going on. I went back to college, couldn't even, cause I couldn't get a job. Went back to college two years later and became, I got my teaching degree to become a teacher. After that, two years later, can't get a job, can't get an interview, can't get nothing. I'm stuck. I'm just a substitute teacher and uh, as a golf caddy as well. And I was doing stand-up comedy all through night um, because I was, st- I was doing stand-up comedy all through college in New York city. Went to college just out of New York city. And I did a show in the city and someone said, you seem funny, not threatening, no pop culture. Would you be interested in a job with TMZ in 2009? I said, listen, I'll do anything for health insurance because I literally had no health insurance. And then I didn't hear back from them. And then all of a sudden, this is crazy, dude. So at the time, you got to remember, I'm dead broke. I have nothing. Mm-hmm. I have nothing. I'm barely, I'm fucking so broke. And a buddy of mine who I worked with at the golf course says, hey, you want to go to a porn convention? And I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. I'm down. <laughs> But the tickets to the porn convention, the tickets to the porn convention were like $85. I was like, dude, I'm not paying $85 to go right. to the porn convention. So what I did was, is I wrote a fake letter to the PR company representing the porn convention. Oh my God. And no, said, you did Yeah. And I said, my name's Adam <laughs> Glenn from WBLJ 90.3. I want to come to the event to talk about and cover the event to talk about new technology in the industry, yeah. which how many people, how much media is there really now? And again, this is like 12 years ago. Uh at a porn convention, you know, like how much or 10 years ago, um, you know, how much media is at a porn convention? They wrote me back right away. Hey, you're in, you got a three o'clock interview with Ron Jeremy, four o'clock doing this. You're going to judge a pillow fighting contest. I'm like, what? you're going to judge a pillow Dude, fighting they contest. They thought I was a celebrity. It was like, cause I guess they're like, really? Oh, we got the host from WBLJ 90.3, which is means I, I just made it up. It wasn't even a real station. <laughs> so my high school radio station was 90.3. Was it? Yeah. yeah. I just mean, and I was fucking like, I judged a pillow fighting contest. So like we got Adam. I'm Glenn from WBLJ 90.3. And the, I was like, and everyone's like, who the fuck is this guy? Right. I was like, ah, and I brought my buddy with me and we brought a shitty camera. We yeah. made this video and just kind of me fucking around with these porn stars. Kind of yeah. asking. Again, some of them, I just said I was with like radio outlets or just kind of making it up. Right. As I go, as I went and uh, we made a video and then we got into the, my, another friend of mine met a guy at TMZ said, you got to meet my buddy, Adam, my buddy, Adam would be great for the job. And again, I really didn't know who it was. So TMZ he saw your job. pillow fight contest judging. Yeah. saw my, he loved, he my, saw the potential. Yeah. He saw the potential, but then all of a sudden it led to me working at TMZ and I ran around for the past eight and a half, eight years as a camera guy interviewing celebrities. And, uh, I, I love it. It's a great gig, man. It's pretty cool. It's amazing. And the stories you get from it are crazy. Dude, the stories are so incredible. And I really, really enjoy the job because you have to understand, you know, you have a podcast, you have a platform. 
if you ever want to interview a celebrity and you reach out to their publicist, you reach out to their manager and say, hey, listen, I want to interview Oprah. I want to interview Brad Pitt. I want to interview LeBron James, Michael Jordan. You go through their people. The first person picking up the phone will say, I'm sorry, we're not interested. Click. But I realized and I found out by you know, working hard and getting in front of them and being kind of nice, but also being persistent, hopefully nine out of 10 people respect the hustle and they'll give you their time or day. And that's what happened. The first two years of me doing it, people slammed the door in my face and just fuck you. What are you doing? Get a life, get a real job, you know? But I kept doing it. And I wanted every single time, you know, Kim Kardashian, every single time she came to New York, I wanted her to see me. I wanted her to be like, who is this guy? Like, what the hell is this guy? Like, and I was never asking bad questions or mess. I just wanted to, I wanted to hang. I'm just trying to break right. them down. I what hit on girls and I got like, who is she? No, no, I'm just going to say who she <laughs> uh, Just whatever. Like so, the stupidest thing, just, I don't even know, like whatever is at the time. Right, I mean, right. I've seen her, I've met her, you know, interview questions or ask questions so many times. I can't even think about it. But, you know, I, I was, again, I kept doing it. And eventually some of the stars like, what's your deal? And then I just started to break them down and, kind of get to know them and talk to them on the street and then become kind of, you know, have a good relationship with them in a, in a working relationship. Trust me, I'm not best friends by any means, but some of them I'm good friends with some of them. It's like a cool, they respect what I do. And Oprah said it to me once she goes, you know why I like you? Cause you you know, I respect the hustle, you know, and you know, it's pretty cool. When Oprah comes to New York, she only does a few interviews. She usually does Gail King in the morning. She'll do like a Colbert or Trevor Noah. And she does Adam Glenn. Fucking A, it's pretty awesome, right? It's amazing. I mean, it's so cool. Oprah knows my Oprah knows my name. The it's, hustle, it's the so hustle cool. shows. It shows, but I enjoy it. And you know what? I my relationship for the most part is with the celebrity or with their direct people. Because if you go through the publicists, you know, they always they're gonna say no. That's their job. They're gatekeepers. And sometimes they don't realize what's going on, you know? And uh, I'm like, and 99% of the time they're right too. Yeah, like they shouldn't give a middle schooler a 35 minute interview. <laughs> they should wait till they've actually, you know, shown that they're super interested and been per persistent <sighs> and shown that they're actually committed to the craft that they're in yeah. and then granted to them. Yeah. It's, but oftentimes it, they don't even do that. It's just a hustle for me, man. And again, I'm on the street. I'm not, I don't have a fancy equipment. I'm not some Instagram model. I don't have a million followers. I'm just a blue collar dude trying to make it happen. You know what I mean? So it's like, I say blue collar, but it's like, you know, like, you know, just I'm, I'm a working guy. I'm, I'm not sitting there talking about it. I'm actually doing it, you know? And that's what I do now. I got this thing called Adam's Apple on YouTube and I put on my Instagram, it's doing well. And it's, you know, if I ever want to do a talk show and I went out to the people, I ran out to ABC, I want a meeting. They're not going to give me one. And I can sit there and talk about it and like write to people all day. I want to talk show, but what I can do is actually make it. So I make a guerrilla style talk show. And that's what I'm doing now. I have, you know, great celebrities on it. I got Shaq, Dana White, Floyd Mayweather, JB Smoove, Redman, uh, Maury Povich. I mean, I could just, it just, I could, it's, it's crazy. I want to talk quickly about a fight that you started. Yes. The Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor fight. Crazy, right? I know the story, but people listening at home might not. I, I, the biggest How did fight that in the world. The biggest fight in the world. I started the biggest fight in the world. I started it. Fucking this guy. <laughs> I, 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 you know how much money I made those guys? I made those you guys made hundreds a lot of millions of, money. of dollars. And all I got was a souvenir cup. No, I, uh, I got nothing. Trust me. I'm not mad at it by any means. It's fucking whatever. It's life. But uh, the fight, it started... Uh, 2000 UFC 205 Conor McGregor fights at Madison Square Garden fucking wins in the first round. I think it was, uh, Aldo, Jose Aldo beats him the first round. Everyone's talking about Conor. Town goes crazy. Everyone's talking about Conor. Sunday, everyone's talking about Conor. Monday, I run into Floyd Mayweather and shopping the Diamond District. Again, I'm a journalist. I'm running around the city trying to find celebrities. Floyd's a pretty easy guy to spot because he usually has like three Escalades that all say the money team all over it. It's got monster bodyguards. <laughs> 10 foot and, tall uh, bodyguards. Yeah. And I asked- Widest necks I've ever seen. Dude, they are, they're doors. They're like walking doors. <laughs> they are crazy, crazy big. It's, it's so true. And then the question I have is like, can Floyd Mayweather beat up his bodyguards? They're right. so big. It's like, holy shit, how can you guard the best fighter in the world? Like, can he could beat, I would think maybe Floyd could actually beat the shit out of him. But, but Floyd wouldn't want to no. because he gets paid, like you said, hundreds of millions of dollars <sighs> to actually fight. Yes. Yeah. So he, he, listen, he's very smart at business. But so Floyd's shopping for jewelry on that Monday. And I get Floyd on the street in New York City. And Floyd, I go, Floyd, what do you think of the Conor McGregor fight? And Floyd goes off for a five minute rant. And I say, you know, I, I say, I think I might've said roughly, and again, I'm thinking this offhand that 
you know, a lot of people are comparing Conor McGregor to you. And he said, never compare an elephant to an ant, which is a very, very powerful line. Very. And all of a sudden he went off kind of talking. very Floyd. He kind of like took it down. Like, listen, you haven't done what I've done yet. You haven't, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, kind of, you know, back off, you know, and kind of like, he hasn't pretty much put him in his place per se. And all of a sudden the video blew up. Everyone's talking about that video. Everyone's talking like, holy shit. And just like that, Floyd Mayweather took the wind out of Conor McGregor sales. The next day, I get Conor McGregor shopping. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Conor McGregor was leaving lunch in Hell's Kitchen. He was at some restaurant because he's still in New York kind of celebrating his win. Yeah. And I asked Conor, I go, Conor, what do you think of, uh, I said, hey, Floyd said, never compare an elephant to an ant. And F- F- Conor goes, tell him to say it to my face. And then next day I get, I think I got Floyd Mayweather talking shit about Connor, you know, and, I get, and then the next day I get Dana White talking shit about Floyd Mayweather. Just got the, you know, like the internet talking per se. You got I mean, every angle. You know, like every angle, it just started happening. It was just kind of like, I kept getting these guys talking smack and the video started blowing up and kept going back and forth and back and forth and Dana White getting into it and they're going back and then just got the internet talking that, Hey, can this possibly happen? Can this possibly ha- possibly happen? And it just started, you know, that's what it kind of escalated to the biggest fight in fight history and fucking crazy, right? So crazy. And then Floyd later acknowledged it, right? Uh, Floyd acknowledged it. Yeah. Floyd was like, dude, I just want, you know, and it's cool. Floyd gives me props for starting the biggest fight in the world. With Floyd though, how do you even get close to him? Because I've been around him a couple of times at at celebrity basketball games or whatever. And there was one time I pulled my phone out. Ooh, because he, I was with Fat Joe. I okay. was like, Fat Joe brought me and, and my friend into the back. We were there. We were hanging out with him. It was my birthday even, two years ago. And it was in Atlantic City. And we, uh, we went back. Floyd comes in with his whole huge security team. I pulled out my phone to get a photo of him and Fat Joe to give to Fat Joe. Sure. Blue light or white lights, whatever. Oh, whatever. The flashlight. The, the flashlights. Yeah. And I didn't even know it was at me. So then I kept my phone up and then one of the dude puts his hand towards me. I'm like, oh, I'm done. Oh, I have officially retired from life. Yeah. No, because the walking doors had a problem with They me. are intimidating, scary dudes. Like, listen, Super. it was, I didn't always have a good relationship with Floyd Mayweather. When I first started, again, he was one of those guys, security, almost like, I think they might almost like ran, walked, ran over me. Like literally they're, they're, it's a they parade when he walks through. They're they're not. <laughs> it's a parade. You, you That's do not a great fuck way with these guys. It. It's they are the legit. Like they're legit dudes, and they're walking down. And but I kept doing it. You know, I kept being persistent. And kept every time I got Floyd, I always try to go for him. And eventually, as soon as he gave me the time, and I always what I try to do is always talk to the celebrity off camera. Uh, you know, you might see what's on camera, mm-hmm. but when the camera's off, I always try try my best to talk to them off camera and just thank them because if they give me five seconds, 30 seconds, two and a half minutes of their time. I'm fortunate because they gave me their time. I'm able to pay my bills. I'm able to afford health insurance. I have to pay for health insurance. It's right. Not, it's not cheap. So because they give me their time, I'm able to pay my bills. And uh, I talked to Floyd and eventually he's like, dude, this guy's not so bad. He's just doing his job. And I didn't, listen, I'm not bothering them all day. And if they ever said no to me, I'll put my camera down. Like it's not one of those like urgent type things. Um, you know, and again, I was just trying to keep it real. I was always like, pro them in some way. It's Do like you come up with the questions beforehand or it's all on the spot. Well, you know what? Hey, listen, if I get a chance to Google the person, see if there's anything going on in the news about them, I will 100% Google them. But sometimes I'm walking around and you'll just run into someone. You don't know who it is. And boom, there's whatever celebrity I have to be ready to go on the spot. Sometimes I'm outside a hotel, just kind of wandering and the black escalate comes out comes down the street. I don't know who's going to pop out that door. It's always, so you have to be ready. Like that's the crazy part. Like here, let me try some with you. Ready? Yeah. You're outside a party. You're outside a one Oak right? Mm -hmm. or Avenue. Let's say it's a cool night. A lot of people coming out. Black Escalade comes out. Bodyguard comes out the door. You know, there's probably about a seven step. They're probably gonna have seven steps until they walk into the club, but you have to ask them a question, try to break them down. Okay, ready? You don't know who it is. You need to think of a question on the spot. The door's about to open. Are you going to name somebody for me? Yes, I will. The door's about to open. The bodyguard opens the door. Next, you know, it's Kevin Durant. Go. Kevin Durant, who's the greatest player of all time, in your opinion? Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant, real quick question. Uh, I was wondering who's he's greater. He's in the club. He's already, uh, he's already, you know. He's, I lost he's, it. Yeah, I lost he's him. Gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's, he's right now. He's he's smoking a cigar with Westbrook and he's chilling. They're, that they're would be interesting to too. That would be super yeah. interesting. Yeah. That when I catch him on the way out, I'm going to ask <laughs> there him. There you go. I'm going to ask him. I like, the per- I like you being persistent. I'm staying outside. Try- or no. I'm going inside and partying with him. But if I'm not doing that, 
I'm staying outside. And then I'm asking him, why was he in there with Russell Westbrook? Are they going to come back together? Good question. There you go. I like it. I like it. See, you're good. You're good. Um, my, but the first question would be, you know, what I'll try to do, my strategy per se is, yeah. to, listen, I got to stop these people walking down the street, you know? So I will butter them up a little bit. Like, yo, my dude, like, you know, and that sounds so silly, but it's like, also, I think by, this is my strategy. I think I break them down a little bit. This is psychology. This is the psychology behind what I do. I feel like I could break them down a little bit because it's like, do I know this guy? Do I not? Sometimes right. I do, sometimes I don't. I'm like, yo, let me ask some real quick. And just kind of like, so give me a celebrity real quick and I'll try my best. Listen, I'm, uh, we can do the same thing to me. Ready? Okay. Five, four, oh, this is, this is security spence. guard walks security. up to the door. Get out of my way, security. I'm trying to get the shot. Diddy. Diddy, what's up, Diddy? Hey, listen, Diddy. Are you engaged to this girl? Are you with this girl right now? Everyone's been seeing you on Instagram. What's the deal? Are you in love? Listen, you, your, your ex-girlfriend's right now. Will you be at her wedding? Do you support that? Wait, your, ex, your ex-girlfriend is getting married. Did I say wedding? Your ex-girlfriend Shit, is got, wedding. I, yeah, I think I got excited. <laughs> the, the point your ex-girlfriend's getting married, though. but uh, are you going to get... Uh, uh, Fuck it, whatever. It's over now. But you know, he's in the club. He's, he's partying. In the club. He's partying. <laughs> he already just signed his new making the band group. It's is it so better fun. to get guys drunk? I would imagine nah. so. You know what, dude? Honestly, my whole thing is just like, I'm not looking to sabotage people. I'm right. not. I'm not trying to get them at their bad moments. Whatever you do, trust me. I want to be getting drunk with you. I'm not that guy who's trying to out you. But for they drunk. could say something funny and just be like nicer and and more willing to talk. You for know a while. what? Maybe, but. <sighs> Usually, no, they're just sloppier. You know, it's just yeah. like, it's more That's of fair. a distraction. It's, uh, I want them when you're so, I don't want them to get all fucked up. I mean, listen, in a, real, in a, in a perfect world, they'd be more fun during that time, but- uh, I would like them to have no distractions. And that's why I like, it's fun with the distractions on the street because that's mm-hmm. why I love my interviews because it's not some red carpet. And that's, but that's what I love about it though is the distractions in some ways. Because when you watch the Today Show, when you watch Live with Kelly, when you watch these shows, all these- uh, it, it, there's so much, it's so much a production. The person is not being themselves. The lights are on them. The makeup's done. The hair is ready. You're 30 people watching. You're performing. They were pre-interviewed. They're pre-interviewed. It's a performance. When it's me and you on the street, I don't have a camera crew. I'm holding the camera doing the interviews. It's just kind of raw and real. So I like the authenticity of these, of these interviews, you know? Hmm. Why do you think people have a problem with paparazzi in general? I think there's just a... Listen, I didn't know paparazzi. This is, I didn't know paparazzi was in New York. It's crazy, you know. I, growing up, you know, like I thought LA it was. Thing. I thought it was an LA thing. You see the yeah. videos in LA. The cameras going crazy. The flashes going in the car and all. People be hitting the paparazzi. I was like, and then once I found out this shit exists in New York, I was like, what? This is in New York, and there it's just a stigma, you know. Like it's, uh, you know, they're photog- they're journalists at the end of the day. A lot of these photographers, you know. So I think a lot of people forget about their, you know that they're actual journalists and it's got some gross turn to it, but you know, you'd be surprised. A lot of times the, the celebrities are in on it, but also it helps them in a lot of ways too. I mean, I think there was a negative term to it before because a lot, you know, people used to love bad photos of them. Like the, the, the outlets used to love nasty photos, you know, right. I remember with, that with the shaved head and going crazy. crazy. The now, beach photos beach and all photos, that. Now brutal. Th- the outlets only want good photos and they don't want, like I, People don't want photos with the kids anymore, you know, and I think a lot of the photographers are very cool. You know, again, this is only my experience. Photographers are very cool about not shooting you with their kids. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's keeping it just like, I don't know, like there's just a stigma behind it, but people don't really know what it is until they've actually seen it go down. And the more you try to stop it, the more issues there are. And I always tell security, I say, you know why I'm here. You, I have a camera. You know why I'm here. However, the people on the street, you don't know why they're there. Okay, worry about them. Don't worry about us. I can't get close to your client. I love you know? that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not hiding. <laughs> you know, smart. I'm. I have to be ten feet back, or you know, to get the shot. You know, paparazzi have to be even more than that to get the shot. Don't worry about them. Worry about the fans on the street because those are the people who will that you don't know or pie them there. in the face it, you, or slap whatever chalk stick on dude, them. Dude, it's crazy. I mean, I've the seen whole, some crazy YouTube videos. Oh, it's, yeah. it's nuts. I've seen it go down and it's weird. And sometimes there are some crazy fans where they get a little like insane. They want to hold, you know, grab them and shit like that. It's, it's fucking, it's What's crazy. the craziest thing you've ever seen a fan do? Or what are some of the craziest things that come to mind when you think about fans <sighs> I and mean, celebrities? Dude, you're talking about like, crazy car chases 
You know, Whoa. like you'll, the, the celebrities driving, the fans are driving, chasing the cars. It's a, in a full out car chase. You know, they're, you what's know, the goal there to find out where they're going next, to break them down, to get the autograph, to get the photo with, to gotcha, get a video gotcha, for their gotcha. friend. Yo, can, can you give a shout out to my buddy video? Like it's insane, <laughs> oh dude. God. It's, it's, you know, what people will do. And then you have like, you know, when it comes to these fans, there's a lot of non-fans. They're just Instagram. I call them Instagram like people. Mm -hmm. And they just really just run around the city and all literally 10 hours a day, 50 hours a week, if not more, they'll dedicate just to getting photos with celebrities. I've seen that. And, and it's scary. It's, it's like high school girls. They don't even know who they are. They literally do not know who the celebrity is. Can I get a photo with you? Can I get a photo with you? Right. And if they see me, and that's the thing that sucks about my gig, it kind of ruins the fun of it because there's it's just so bizarre where if people will, People follow me around because they think they see me. I'm going to see a celebrity. And then so let's just kind of follow him. And then sometimes if I put out my camera and interview someone, they'll come up behind me and then just like, like, they'll, it's just fucking weird, man. Like, it's just. That's annoying. Yeah, very. If they, if, as long as I put my camera up on the person, they don't even know who it is. They're going to be, oh, they're a celebrity. I need to get a photo with them. And these are people that dedicate over 50 hours a week to this I show. remember one time I was just scrolling Instagram and I clicked on some random high school girl's profile for whatever reason, following a friend or whatever. And it was all her and celebrities, like 300 photos of her and A-list celebrities. And yeah. I noticed the same thing about every single one. It was always outside a building. And that told me that she was just waiting outside Correct. every single day. Every single for day. That. That's what they do. Listen, I get it. And it's not cool. I, I think <laughs> it's weird. I think it's awkward. I think it's gross. Listen, I get it if you're a fan of the Jonas Brothers. I get it if you're a fan of and that's Harry fine. Styles. Do it for do them. Do it for them. But when it comes to every single day weird. and you dedicate over 50 hours a week weird. and then you 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 have kids at home and then you have a real job. I, and I you, didn't you even know it. It's like, it. what are you doing, dude? Like, Fucking, this is, it's sick. It's sick. But yet again, I have tons of photos of celebrities too. But <laughs> I have photos with them too. But I, it's like, hey, listen, I interviewed them and it's just like, oh, I'll take a photo with them, you know? And yeah, for it's sure. Like, it's like, hey, no, this you, is kind of cool. As you should, because yeah, that'll, that'll help push the brand. It, but you know what it is? Sometimes what I, from in my, from my experiences. And I think, honestly, I think it's great if you do it and you're really passionate about the person. But when yes, you're doing it for somebody, totally you don't it. even know who it is. But you know what? Sometimes for me, again, I'm on the street and I, they don't have much time. And sometimes when I'm able to get a celebrity to stop and take a photo with me after I interview them, it's my time to actually connect with them and just tell them, that, hey, I'm a fan. And then they kind of believe like, hey, this guy was a fan. Because for the most part, every single person I interview, you know, 75, 85% of them, I'm a fan of. You know, like you I, I respect them more. Yeah, I go for I go for the people I'm a fan of. Today, I interviewed Dana White. Dana White's the man, dude. And he's yeah, he seems like successful. the man. He's the cool. He's honest. He's real. He's accessible. He's good to the fans. He's a good person. Like Dana White's the man. I go for guys like him. I'm not going to go for Taylor Swift because she's not that nice. Really? Nah, she's not cool. Why? Taylor Swift. Not cool. Who has the, apart from Floyd Mayweather, who has the craziest security? Craziest security. Um... Obviously, presidents have like secret service and stuff that's like that. That's a whole I mean, that's level. a whole different thing. But most secret yeah. service is very cool. Um, crazy security. Uh, fuck, man. There's been so much over the years. Um, uh, you know what? The guy who I saw recently is Amazon. Jeff Bezos has insane oh, security. I believe like that. he's like the new richest man in the world. Richest man in the world has insane security for him. Like you, he's very presidential now. Um, He's but, probably more powerful than the president. Could be. He really could. Like, I couldn't believe what happened with him. Like, I was at an event and it was in a park, but he was the only car besides not even open. Like, literally, the car, the, his brigade came like into Whoa. the park, like right up to the door. He has, a, he has a, a vehicle entourage. He has a vehicle entourage. Oh, 100% vehicle entourage. Floyd obviously has big security. Uh, uh, who else? I mean, Eminem's got crazy security. Jay Z and Beyonce have. You know, usually like a two-car entourage. Sylvester Stallone right now is rolling deep. I saw in New York today. He's got Sylvester Stallone. Like it's funny because <laughs> he's balling. He, he's he's, he's balling. a couple of mil on security. In, well, it's crazy because in LA he's very accessible. You can't get to him. He, I think he goes to the same restaurant once a week. Gotcha. So everyone knows he goes to this one restaurant every right, same time right. every week. In New York, he's got like undercover cops with him, and they drive through red lights. They kind of go through traffic, and it's kind of fucked wow. up because it's like, dude, he's not he's got a police escort he's got a, in New York. He's not even a police escort. It's like he has his securities undercover cops and they'll put like the lights on their SUV and get around traffic. And it's, it's honestly, it's fucked up because it shouldn't be like that. And it's not safe, but you now he's, he'll get away with it. You know? That's pretty crazy. 
Yeah, yeah. I know Floyd. Floyd's the craziest I've ever seen, but that's wild about Jeff Bezos. That Jeff he Bezos is insane. Like he has Secret Service. Guy's worth a lot of money right now, and I think it's for you know for insurance reasons. When you're worth that much money, if you have to be able to, you can afford the insurance companies to say you can afford the security, and this is my guess. So you need this much security. I'm sure it costs nothing to him. Nothing. Like literally nothing. Nothing. Like he could pay a million dollars per person per year for life. Means nothing. Uh, he's, yeah, 100%. He's, uh, it, it costs, it's a write-off for him. It's absolutely nothing. And it's, hey, listen, if he could afford it, it's, he probably doesn't yeah, realize it. It looks pretty cool. It looks badass, but you know, but. Uh, <laughs> he also got jacked over the last year. Like, the, yes, like he's three fucking, years dude, ago, he's, he had no, he had like. Well, he's, patchy hair. Dude, he got like, he got a new chick. He was short. You know? Yeah, he's got some like uh, he he got a new girl, so he's got to look good. And he's yeah. now now that everyone knows he's a man, he's got to he's got to look the part, you know. But now he's hanging out with celebrities. He's with Katy Perry and Lil Nas recently, I so it's like, that. oh, he's cool. He's wearing that their was stuff. for an Amazon event, though. Yeah, right? but I think he's got to come off likable and cool. Like he want listen when you're worth that much money, it's like you got to be cool at some point, you know? And I think that's what he wants to change the narrative when it comes to billionaires. So like, Hey, I could be, listen, there's some cool billionaires, but I think he wants to be like that cool type billionaire. Who have been some of your favorite people to interview? Favorite interview. Shaq is a good friend of mine. Shaq's my bud. Shaq is just, he's the greatest. He's such a great human, you know? And, and you see Shaq and he's so good at business. He's such a good person. He's just, I can't say enough about Shaq. Like he's a good person. He makes people feel good and he knows his power. He knows what he knows, how he could bring the energy to a room and make people feel good. And he does that all like all the time. Just uh, that's the person he is. And it's like in his blood. When when Shaq walks into a room, he fist pounds everyone. When it comes to photos, he always like will pose for a photo. He'll like take a fun phone and put it like his hands around someone's neck. Like he's choking them. (laughs) He gets the joke that he's big. He's great to kids. You know, I did, uh, I think I did, I went to an event with him not too long ago for Oreos and I was talking to the people at Oreos and they had a deal with, it was him, Neymar, I believe, and Christina Aguilera. And they said, Christina Aguilera was at the event. They, you know, obviously Oreos paid her. She was like, hey, we can't, she won't take photos with fans. It was just kind of like this, whatever. Bizarre. Neymar was just kind of very hard to deal with. Wouldn't sign autographs, you know, I guess because his deal. Shaq. He was there for an hour. He'll do whatever you want for that hour. Like he's, that's why he's in every single commercial. Cause he's so good to the brand. I saw the funniest tweet the other day where it was uh, Shaq's agent talking to Shaq and it was, Hey Shaq, I have a new commercial for it. Cuts him off. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> he do, but you know what? He's money wise. He's fucking killing it. Like, of course he's great for it. Like he's, he's, a, he's an entrepreneur. He's into business and he also invests in business. DJ? Yeah. And he's, I've been to him when he DJs and he puts you on a show. Izu. I was at Izu with him. It's so insane to see it from that perspective. You know, Crazy. it's just people go nuts for him. He's fun. He's good. I mean, he just puts on a show wherever he is. He puts on a show and the best part about him, his brand. If you just say the one word to describe his brand, brand. It's fun. Whatever he does, he just wants to have fun. And he's just great. He's perfect. Actually, I did a video with him three weeks ago of him getting into a smart car in I New York that. City. I posted that. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was great, dude. That video was awesome. So that video was Shaq, you know, where he was coming out of a uh, a store uh, in New York. Yeah. And he was shopping and he's taking photos of fans and he took his friend's keys uh, and he drove his buddy's smart car. And it's just such a funny video. It's just a surreal video to see Shaq fit into a smart car. It's just bizarre. Like another, someone else posted, like, I just want to see Shaq get into every single car. Like I want to see Shaq get into like a Honda Accord. I want to see Shaq get into a truck. Like, it's just interesting to see Shaq get into things. So how did that, how did that all go down? Did he tell you that's what he was going to do? And no, then he, he asked you to film it, it or he just he did just it did and it. you filmed the whole does. thing. I filmed the whole thing. He just did it. And his friend had a smart car and just jumped in. And did he do it because he knew you were filming? I'm sure he did that. Yeah. I mean, listen, I know him. He's always put on, we, we do fun videos and the video went, I mean, listen, he didn't drive it far. He went around the car, but right. it's just, it was like a fun joke, like a fun video. And, uh, but I, it was, we know the guy's car. So he got into mm. our buddy's car. It was just a funny thing on the street. And everyone on the street was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what is this? Like, this is so ridiculous. It's like a clown act when Dude, you see like 10 clowns get out of a tiny it car. Really is. It was just so ridiculous. Everyone on the street was just like, what is going on? So it's like, he's just so cool, man. He's the man. So Shaq's my boy, David Spade's, a, you know, my bud, uh, David Spade from, yeah, uh, of course. you know, and a lights out and comedy central and Adam Sandler films, Joe, Joe dirt. He's the best guy. Every time he comes to New York, we, he seems awesome. Such a cool guy. So interesting. Just easier to talk to. Um, I mean, I got so like many, like just, it's so random. It's like, I know Rick Ross became a buddy of mine. Rick you know? Ross. Yeah. Rick Ross is cool. Rose. Me, dude, Rose. 
he, me and him used to go at it. He used to hate me. Hate really? Me. Why? You know, just because I don't think he knew what to do with the paparazzi. And so you know, you're asking him fashion forward, is, fashion backwards. Exactly. Like, but fuck you mean. He was just an <laughs> asshole to me. Like straight, he was just a dick. And I don't think he realized what to do with the paparazzi. I thought, you know, some people think when they're coming up, like, oh, I'm supposed to be a right. dick to the paparazzi. But you don't have to be a dick to the paparazzi. And actually the cooler you are, it's going to be better. It's going to be for you, you know? Yeah. And um, Rick was always a dick to me. So I was like, fuck this. And then one time out of Atlantic Records, all of Maybach music's coming out. And uh, all of Maybach's coming out of Atlantic Records, Wale, Meek Mill, Rick. And I was like, you know what? Fuck Rick Ross. I'm going to go for Wale. So I start going to Wale and starting to film Wale. And Rick's like, yo, film me. And I'm like, all right. So I start filming him and then he starts fucking with me and starts like, like kind of fucking with me. He's like, who's your boss? I'm the boss. I was like, uh, he's like, I'm your boss now. And then he's like, uh, uh, uh I was he's like, like oh, okay, yeah. give me health insurance. I was like, yeah. So how's, do we have Christmas parties? I'm asking about Christmas parties at work and what, you know, and if, if I'm, if he's my boss and just ask these stupid questions and the video was just so stupid, but the video blew up on world star hip hop. Wow. And, uh, Everyone started like, holy shit. And I think he saw like how big the video was. He was like, you know what? That guy was cool. It was fun. It wasn't, he wasn't dick. He was, you know, like that was a cool video. And then he gave me a nickname called Clevis. And me and him had this back and forth where we just kept <laughs> fucking around with each other, kind of calling me right. Clevis. And we kind of, you know, became buddy, you know? Why? Like, What's, what, what does that mean? I don't know. He's like, I'm going to call you Clevis. Why? Because you're clever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. But I was like, all right, cool. I'm, my name's I love Clevis. It. Yeah. And uh, it's just funny kind of what it came to. And, you know, again, dude, I've had such awesome experiences. Beyonce put me in a music video. I saw yeah. that. You showed me that when we first yeah, met. Yeah, yeah. That I was mean, crazy. Dude, so cool. That was like my Courtney Cox moment. You know, that was, uh, it's, dude, that's part of history. It does you know? not get any better than I mean, being the, put in a Beyonce music video. The biggest female star ever in the world. And she put me in her music video. And the video is dope. And the song is great. And what it's song history. was it again? It's XO. And gotcha. XO, I think it's a great song. The video is great. Terry Richardson shot it. And thanks to him, he was the one who like, kind of like kept it in the editing thing. And how did that happen? Dude. So I, we, I, I had a tip that Beyonce was filming some sort of video or doing something on Coney Island. No one knew mm -hmm. what it was. So I got there like four o'clock, not three o'clock. And, and there was nothing going on. And there's a few other photographers there. Like, yo, we heard the same thing too. We're hanging out. Next thing you know, it started getting a little bit weird that something's going on. Next thing you know, that security's energy starting to show air. up. Yes, yeah, security yeah. shows up. Like, all right, something's about to happen. Next thing you know, Beyonce shows up, like kind of like raw dog in it, just kind of real thing, kind of gorilla style. Um, starts shooting some shit like a, on the cyclone in Coney Island. And I'm fucking like trying to get close. And because of the crowd security, I can't even get close. You know, it's Coney Island in the summer. I can't even get close. Beyonce is freaking out. You know, people are going nuts, Beyonce. Trying to get close. And after like- And what year was this? This was, I don't know, a couple years ago. Five years prime ago. Beyonce. Yeah, prime, prime Beyonce. Prime. Oh yeah, prime. But no one knew what she was doing. And I kind of gave up after like hour and 45 minutes. Like, screw this. I got my shots, whatever. I'm bouncing. And next thing you know, my buddy calls me and was like, yo, she's on the beach now. I think you could get close. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to give it one last try. I get on the beach and I start going to the sand. I start getting close. <laughs> I start pushing people away. I fucking get right up <laughs> in the film, whatever they're filming. And I go, what up, B? And she's like, oh, what up? And I was like, B, this is crazy. And she's like, yeah, this is nuts. And I'm like, B, I was like, you want me to do a cameo or something? Again, I'm acting like I know her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm talking to her like, she, she doesn't know me. Like, whatever. I filmed her a few times before. I was like, she doesn't know me. I'm like, B, you want me to get, and she's like, all right, come do a cameo. She pulls me to the video and whatever. I know there's no, I started going, doing like dancing with her for a second. <laughs> was there and music playing? Like, I forget. I don't even realize. <laughs> I don't even know what was going on. I'm like, ah, I just dance with her. And then actually, you know, like someone like pulls me, like security probably thinks like, who is this guy? I jumped in the video, pulls me and like throws me in the sand. And people are like, oh no, 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 chill, chill. It was cool. Like she was, she, you know, they're like, oh, he's cool. So then all of a sudden, like they kind of kept me around. Cause like, oh, this guy's cool. Like he's with Beyonce. So it's scary. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm with her. And next thing you know, like, <laughs> I kind of like kind of messed around, did some shots. And then she was on the roller coaster. Oh, no, I'm sorry, the bumper cars and at Coney Island. And I kind of like went up to her and said, hey, just want to say thank you so much. This was so cool. Like, you know, I'm just a fan, but you know, she was super sweet and so nice and kind of very approachable. Like, no one was around her at the time. That's which amazing. Is very, very rare, you know, crazy. And I didn't know, I didn't think anything of it. It was like, oh, cool. The video kind of did well the next day. It was like funny because, um, but then were you recording while you were in the music video? I was. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, four months later, all of a sudden I, I call it was a, it was at TMZ at the time. I, I get a call. I called out sick on that Friday. And next, you know, I wake up at like two 30 away from text message. Yo, you're in a Beyonce video. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, funny. Yeah, I did that thing four months later. You know, I'm like, all right, whatever. 
Next thing I wake up at like 7.30 in the morning and my dad's waking me up and he's like, Adam, Adam. And he's like, you're in the news. It's like, what? You're, like, you're in a Beyonce music video. I'm like, what? And then I check my phone. My phone's blowing up and my phone's like, what the fuck oh is going on? God. I get a call from my boss at the time. Like, yo, you need to come to work. I'm driving to work. In th- from Jersey coming to New York and I'm driving through Times Square as I'm going through Times Square on the big screen they're like no. the news. they're showing the clip of Beyonce <laughs> XO and I'm on the big screen I'm like what the fuck is going on <laughs> and it just kind of went crazy and next thing you know Beyonce released this album that she was like a, was that with, Lemonade? Uh, yeah whatever yes yes it was like she released just uh, all the, the, the album with all the videos like none she had all the videos for it and all the album songs yeah, for yeah them. Lemonade yeah and it just fucking went crazy I was like what the fuck that was a big big deal like that was the album of the year. So cool, man. Even I, multiple years. When I talk about it, it's like, it's one of those things like you could, I hope you can see the passion in my voice. Like, it's just like, it's so it's an emotional thing. It's like, I'm like, it's in awe. It's like, and I'm, I'm listen, I'm the first guy like, Hey, listen, put yourself in the right place at the right time. And hopefully good things will happen. I mean, you know, but you got to put yourself, keep That's yourself what the entire in, job. is. It really right? is, man. You got to keep putting yourself out there. You got to keep and hopefully that one chance, you know, they're not going to find you sitting on the couch doing nothing, you know, that you got to go out and put yourself out there to do it. And listen, I'm the spokesboy for that, man. If you put yourself out there and put yourself in the right situation, good things can happen. And listen, good things have happened. Bad things have happened, but the good ways out the bad, man. And that was just an incredible situation. That's an Insane. amazing story. Do you remember the first time we met? The only yeah. time we've ever met was on a red carpet. I've never done a red carpet yeah, before. Yeah. And I made that very clear. Yeah, you were so... Because I didn't even know what I was doing there. I have this friend, uh, Joe, who I think you met there. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, uh, he's a friend of my uncle's who teaches at Columbia. I went and spoke at his Columbia class uh, during the summer a couple years back. And, uh, and he'll randomly hit me up, be like, yo, you should come to this event, you know, like whatever. Usually it's sports related events. This time it was a red carpet. Um, remind shaft, me what the movie shaft, was? It was Shaft. It was yeah, the, the recent re- Shaft. The remake shaft of Shaft. Three, who knows? I don't know. Um, and he was like, you know, just be on the red carpet, you know, got you down as Hoops Nation or whatever and yeah. interview whoever comes down. So awesome. Very cool. And we were put next to each other. And I was, you, yeah, I was doing stuff for Baller Alert and just yep. kind of just kind of doing my thing and just trying to bang out interviews and doing my thing. Doing yeah. your thing. But I, I went up, introduced myself and you were like, we connected on Raya. And I was yeah. like, what? Yeah. Uh, what? He was like, yeah, Raya. I was like, oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Which um, is like a business. Yeah, the business. Uh, yeah, connecting sure. platform. No, no, no. Yeah, on the business platform connecting. But we, um, we talked that, but I was like, yo, and we you we kind of messaged real quick, but then I was like, oh, this is cool. We kind of hung and got to just fun. We were at yeah. the end of the carpet too. Like we were like the last three interviews per se. Like literally. it was like literally, the, it was probably like a 90 foot carpet and we're at the 90 foot part, you know? <laughs> literally. So, and Adam here was, was telling me like how to do it. He was explaining like the whole, around, the whole yeah. job and all that. And I, I, I don't even, I pulled my phone out for one person, <laughs> yeah, Samuel, Samuel Jackson, but the rest, I was just like saying hi to people. Like one of the dudes was a, was a Raptors fan in his first movie who was in that, that Nickelodeon show, victorious and whatnot, yeah. just talking about basketball. Cause I remember the NBA finals of that night and that's why I skipped the premiere. Yeah. Yeah. Cause so I was invited to the premiere to go watch it, but I was like, I'm not watching. Yeah, yeah. If the NBA finals are tonight, I know what I'm doing tonight. Yeah. You were like, um, we were very like, Hey, we're getting out of here to watch basketball. Like it's so crazy. Like right. we had the chance to go to a Hollywood movie premiere. We're like, we're going to watch the basketball instead. Yeah. Which is very <laughs> true to both of our characters. Yeah, exactly. And, um, but yeah, the one, the one thing I, I recorded like one five second video of Samuel Jackson. He was super nice. Yeah, it was great. Mace saw, Windu. He, they said to us, everyone else got interviews. We got like one question. Yeah, they're like one question. One question. I think my question was like, all right, what can I ask him on one question? It's kind of stupid. I was like, uh, I was like, just kind of fucking around. I actually did the video just for like my Instagram story. Like how many times you say fuck in a day or motherfucker in a day? I think that was my question for Samuel Jackson. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I don't know. I don't know. Motherfucking morning. I don't know. I don't know. Some stupid. Is That's it? funny. I think I asked him to describe the movie in three words. Um, Cause <laughs> I wanted him to feel like he was getting through and also giving me a significant answer. Yeah. And he gave me a bad answer. He was like, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. so it goes along the lines of what he gave you as well. Yeah. There's nothing really like nice doing guy, one though. question, but there was other people in the red carpet. We had, uh, I think it was Damon John. Yep. Uh, he was super Beyonce's cool. Beyonce's mom. I got to stop and talk. Beyonce's that mom was, cool. was there. I took a selfie with her. I was like, yo, Beyonce's mom. Take a selfie with Beyonce's mom. And um, she was her momager for a while. Yes, she was. Um, uh, and I think we had Cookie Johnson, Magic's wife, might have been there. <laughs> you tried to ask um, her some basketball. Yeah, questions. she's not having it. She was yeah, not. She's like, I'm I not remember. talking basketball. 
Um, but it was, <laughs> she's like, I'm not talking about the Lakers. Yeah. But cause he had just left. He just, left. it was like two days after he right, left. Right. Because it was the end of the season. Yes. Right. So crazy. Big news story at that time too. That was a huge, huge deal. News story. And if she talked to me, that could have been like a good sound bite. She for wasn't me, having you know, it. But she was not having she it. She was there. Was she there with Beyonce's mom? She was. It's like, so I, she, she, it was like a group of them and they were all together. It was it's like, like five some, of them. Like yeah. Five famous moms. <laughs> Yes, all was, at a movie premiere, which none of them had, I think, anything to do with. No, I can't imagine. But it's it was just a weird that they all came for the Shaft premiere. But Dwight Howard was there out of Dwight Howard as well. What was he doing there? You were was like, you got to go over to him. Like, nope. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, he came at the end. I was like, wait, Dwight Howard? What's Dwight going on? Howard? You don't think you know you like you know your stuff? Yeah, he's he's liked a couple of posts of mine. Before. Who's the biggest celebrity that follows you? Usain Bolt only follows a couple people. Yeah, wow, that, that's pretty I, cool. I remember I saw that out of nowhere. I still, I mean, I'd love to meet him and have him on the show, but um, that's pretty yeah, cool. He doesn't respond to DMs or anything. No, but he likes all of my posts. Like everything I put up, if I check, he likes it. Do you see that he saw it? Uh, I think yes. I think he does see them. Interesting. But I'm just like, hey, what's up? You know, I know his manager now as well. So. Like uh, just go meet him. Here's friend. the thing: rather than come for the podcast, like go meet him first, for sure. You know, and then go like you know. From my experience, again, this again, this worked for me. But it's one of those things where if you could meet them first and let them know there's a human behind it, because mm-hmm. you understand a guy like that, everyone asks them for everything, and unless I'm part of it too, for you sure. Know, every single day, a celebrity once told me, he said, a close celebrity who I'm friends with said to me, "Why not? You know why I like you? Because you never ask me for anything." I don't go, hey, you know, you, you got to think of the biggest stars in the world, LeBron James, uh, Shaq. Every single day, someone's coming up to you. Hey, can I get an order? Can I get a photo with you? Can you do this video for my friend? Can I get this? You want, I got this business. Do you want to go invest in this business? Do you want to do this? People just keep asking <laughs> questions. It drives me crazy. The invest one is hilarious. But it's like, if you could provide value to them and also do 100%. something for them, that will go more for Do the work for free. And I'm listening. It's like, show them what you want to do for them. So it takes energy for him to come here to do the podcast. For or sure. Not just this podcast. I'm or, saying any or podcast go to him or, or whatever. Go to, you yeah. know, it takes energy, but do something for them. Just go connect with them, you know? And and eventually you hope in good terms, people will kind of return it. So fucking do the job. Show the work what you're able to do. And, for sure. You know, you're 100% and, and, you know, right. So that's my advice to people if you're listening, to go out, Show what you're able to offer. Don't ask. Like, listen, everyone wants to interview. And I'm part of it. I want to interview, you know, Shaq, Conor McGregor, every single single person, you know? But I, if I, you know, rather than sit around and wait and say, can I? I'm going to say, I am. And just do it. And, right. And if they don't talk, they won't. But listen, at least no harm in trying. But from trying, I was able to do it. I got turned down a ton of times. And I still get turned down. I get turned down all the time. I got, I literally get turned down for news all the time. But it doesn't, you know, I, I'm still going to try. If you could interview anybody living or dead, who would you want to interview? Tough question to answer. I would say living right now, I would say it's two people. I would say Richard Simmons and I would say Obama. Richard Simmons, because I think he's fantastic. He's a, I mean, so weird. Richard Simmons, but I got to mean, he's such a character. He's so, he's such a character, but I'm so curious about what's going on with him now. But he's such, I just want to talk to him like, dude, get the fuck out of your house. Like no one's seen him. Go out and do stuff. You're a great person. You know, I don't even know who he is. Who is he? He's like this eighties Afro motivational guy. who's to come and see it. Okay. He's like, there's like podcasts, like where's Richard Simmons. So I I feel like I've seen that. He's very interesting. And then the other one would probably be Obama. I never got to interview Obama. I interviewed Trump. I interviewed Clinton, interviewed, uh, Jimmy Carter, uh, Never actually George W. George W. I've seen George W. Never interviewed him, but I'd like to. I'd actually want to interview George W. Over Obama. You know, I think George W. is just more interesting than Obama. You know, I he's think definitely he's more of a character. Type uh, there's less of a wall. Yes, for yes. sure. I think Obama but just kind of very, yeah. Why I prefer Obama? He's a huge basketball fan. Obama knows everything about the NBA. Obama's my number one. I have a list of 25 people that I'd love to do in the next 10 years or whatever. And Obama's number one because I would just like to talk basketball with him. Not a single political question. Not a single personal yeah. question. Basketball. I, I, I'm just curious just what his every single day is like. You know, again, my, yeah. I would love to, like basketball, what TV shows he's watched, what's on his Netflix, what shows yeah. he's obsessed with, what's <laughs> right. the best concert I ever saw, you know, who's the one person he met while all of us starstruck. I mean, these are like the fan questions. I'm curious. And that's, you know, I'm a fan. I'm curious. I, that's the, the most basic questions I like to right. ask. You know, I actually had an interview, say the most, my favorite or one I'd love to interview who's passed, who's dead. I mean, I'd have to imagine like Michael Jackson. I'm kind of curious about, you know, um, I, uh, you know, this kind of sucked. 
Joan Rivers, when she was alive, you know Joan Rivers, right? Joan Rivers was one of the coolest celebrities, one of the best. And Joan Rivers was always so good to me when I would interview her. She'd always be like, wait, hold on. She'd be like, give this to your grandmother. She'd go, grandmother's not give it to your grandma. And she'd take her earrings off and she had her Joan Rivers QVC earrings. She would give you the earrings off her ear. And she'd always Whoa. be like, you could actually go up to Joan and be like, hey, Joan, what do you got today? And she's like, all right, ask me this, ask me this, ask this. And she had jokes about it. And you ask those questions, she had a joke. She would knock it out of the park. They're funny. They're fun. They're dirty. They were just great. And all of a sudden, it was a, it was a warm spring day, I think it was. It was a spring day a few years ago. And a, I was going to interview Joan Rivers that night. And I turned it down because my buddy of mine wanted to meet the band Train. Mm. And I said, no, fuck it. I'm going to go interview the band Train instead. And I want to introduce my buddy Lance, who's obsessed with the band Train. Right. You know, Because that's the best part about what I do. I'm able to let the people I know in my life who are my friends and get them to meet the biggest people in the world. They're people they've always wanted to meet. Right. You know, to me, that's what excites me. You know, For it's sure. just, I it's agree so, completely. it's so cool. To, like I'm very, I, you know, I, I, I get some sort of like immune to it. I'm very kind of jaded in some sort of ways, but when I see them and how they react, I get excited too. Like, Holy shit. Look, dude, it's Shaq. Yo, yo, it's Shaq. You know, I get excited for them, you know? Right. And it's more, friend, it's, it's much more fun seeing somebody else yes. excited than yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So my friend wanted to meet the, the band train. So I brought him and we went to go meet the band train instead of interviewing Joan Rivers. The next morning, Joan Rivers went for plastics, you know, surgery. I don't know if it's plastic surgery or surgery or whatever. And she passed away. And I'm like, fuck, I could have been Joan Rivers last interview. You know, and it's so, and it sucked too also because she was such a good person. I'm like, ah, oh, man, I, I should have done that interview. I don't know. It's whatever. She was, because she was, she was the coolest, man. She was so yeah, nice crazy. and so funny. And again, I'm very fortunate to the people that give, I'm, I'm very appreciative of the people that give me their time because if they give me 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes of their time, because they gave me their time, I'm able to pay my bills. So I'm thankful for them, for them. Um, that's, I mean, that's how I eat, man. Cause they gave me their time, you know? So have you ever been starstruck? Yes. Jordan. Fucking Michael Jordan, dude. I mean, that's crazy. When I saw Jordan, it's like, was he Whoa. a jerk though? What's up? Was he a jerk? Uh, a lot of people have told me Jordan. that he, he can I, I, be. Listen, I've heard of those stories too. He's Jordan. He can be a jerk. You know, he's, he knows he's the man. Uh, <laughs> he knows he's the man. So it's just like, I caught him off guard. I ran into him kind of randomly and it was just like, fuck, it's Jordan. You know, like it's just, he looks like Jordan. It's just, he's a statue. He's, he looks like Jordan. He acts like Jordan. Jordan. Oh my goodness. It's Jordan. <laughs> it's true. It's just, it's fucking Michael Jordan, man. And it's, uh, he's, he's an enigma. I don't know what to say. It's an he's aura special. It, around him. And he still looks like he could play when you see him. Like, oh, for dude, sure. that guy he's could big. still play. He's, he's shape big. Too. He's, you're like, man, he gets, he's, he's just Jordan. What's so funny about uh, some of these people, especially the best of the best, especially athletes over anybody else, but there are certain people like the Oprahs, the Beyonce's of the world, the Jay-Z's hip hop artists too, um, or maybe that's just for me, but there's this energy that they have that makes other people just feel good. Yes. There's an aura around, there's an energy. And that's what makes a star from a celebrity. And I, from, again, I'm a guy who's met a lot of celebrities, you know, and I've seen a lot of celebrities. Tom Cruise is, is, is a star. Miley Cyrus is a star. When you're uh, Shaq, Oprah is a star. When you're around them, you feel David Beckham is a star. When you're around them, you feel this energy and it sounds fucking crazy. It's real, but it's, it's so real. real. You feel an energy. And it's like, fuck. But you know what? From my experiences, the bigger the celebrity, the cooler they are. Oprah. Awesome. Shaq. Awesome. Brad Pitt. Awesome. It's like the lower tiers that That's get caught the up in their own people ego. People give me problems. I'm like, right. dude, are you seriously going to be a dick to me? I was just with Oprah, you asshole. Like, <laughs> it's it's just crazy, you know? <laughs> um, sorry, I was checking taxes. Right. You're sorry. good. That's all time, though. Um, yeah, but so, I, I've definitely seen that too. Like, even with social media, it's usually like the biggest people in social are the nicest people always. Yeah. They're super nice to everybody and they'll do anything for anyone and they'll appear and do all this podcast and all this and that. But it's certain people that will get caught up in their own ego early on in the process. Dude, it's crazy, man. Which, like, I understand, but at the same time, I don't time, know if I understand it. It's just by being a good person. Be a good person. Right. You know, I, I don't, I just seen you, Mike. It's hard to say you keep getting caught up in the process. It's like, fuck it. Just be a good person. Be a good person. You see that person waiting out fucking two hours. They fucking ask you a question. Give them the time, you know? Always. You know? Yes. Like just be good to people. If you're good to people, yeah. they will be good back, you know? And for that's, sure. And that's where my issues are for the most part is with the lower tier celebrities or the middle. It's like, really? You're going to be the asshole? I was just fucking... In a, uh, I was just with Beyonce in a music video. Excuse me. Are you fucking idiot? I mean, whatever, <laughs> dude. It's 
You know, and that's just me being real, but it's like, listen, I try to be good to them back. And there's, listen, there's been times I've been an asshole, but I've been an asshole because usually it's someone in their crew has been an asshole towards me, you know? And sometimes if you're an asshole to me, I'll kind of be a dictator back, you know? It's just, it's yeah. just life. Fuck you. I'm not going to keep, I'm like, I'm not, I don't, I don't kiss ass. Right. Just a real dude just trying to make shit happen. But you that, know, I'm trying to waste my time. I'm trying to eat, trying to make it. Right. But that energy that stars have is something that I wish you could just turn off and on for normal people. Yeah. Or like not normal people, but somebody that you isn't can, a star. It, you know what's here's the thing is you can if you change it in just your posture. I mean, when you like, walk with your shoulders back, as soon as you put your shoulders back, you feel good. Walk with your shoulders back, have your chest out, feel fucking own what you're own whatever you're doing. Like that's how they feel. Miley Cyrus is so confident, in my opinion. And she, maybe she has the times where she doesn't feel confident, but she's confident in her skills. She's confident in I've her seen talent. That, yeah. You know, Tom Cruise knows who he is. He knows the person he is. And he walks and you see him, he knows he's Tom Cruise. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. He knows right. Will Smith, great guy, man. He Will definitely Smith, knows he's Will he Smith. He knows he's Will Smith. So mm-hmm. he's confident in himself. He feels good about himself. And then he knows athletes, the is. forget about it. Yes, they know who they are. Yes, athletes. But you know what? A lot of times from my experience, and maybe this happened to you from my experience yeah. is, Celebrities, athletes have been cooler when they retire than when they're currently playing. Well, that is like I cameras or lights are or, off on them. So or, it kind right. of, you know, well, organically, you know, an athlete makes for the majority of athletes, 95 plus percent of the money they're going to make their entire life during their career. So they realize, oh, they need the publicity. They need yeah. this. They need that to get appearances and to make additional money to survive. Because oftentimes the well dries out a lot sooner than they might think. True, it will. Yeah. But also what I've seen is. Um, the younger guys are, are just like the nicest, chillest people in the world. Yeah, to before they get jaded. Age. Saquon right. Barkley, awesome dude, man. He's Saquon, the man. Saquon is, the, is the fucking man. Just a cool, nice guy. And I, it's crazy how cool Saquon is. Just a nice, good person. He's he's a good person. Super smart too. And football Super players smart. aren't always smart. No, they're not. But he's just <laughs> nice. He's not jaded. And listen, he's got huge people behind him. He's got people he's that the is the biggest football player in New York now. He's especially biggest, with he Eli one of the biggest players in the NFL. He's yeah. one of the biggest players in the NFL. Number one player in fantasy football this past year. Yep. You know, but he's, he's still just normal. He's nice. He's present. He's a good guy. He's cool, man. But then all of a sudden you deal, you know, again, there is assholes, you know, and, uh, I, there's a lot of ego. Ego is like, get rid of the ego, man. Just be a good person, you know, and you hope people will give you the, the the best of them and you hope you know you hope it's just people just being good to each other for sure i mean it makes no sense but i mean really no no, no, no. that makes perfect sense yeah that makes perfect sense and i i think you know especially with the top of the top like you were talking about they they realize um one like really key thing which is people talk yeah you know like if you're nice to somebody you're gonna tell me that you know this michael jordan was night or whoever beyonce was great to you and now that affects my view of Beyonce. And if somebody ever asks me, I'm going to tell your story. Shaq <laughs> is so good at that. But Shaq, you know, I said to Shaq once when we were at a burger place in like Midtown and Shaq walked into this little burger place and shook everyone's hand. Like, hey, how you doing, man? Just, hey, how you doing, man? Everyone, obviously everyone recognizes Shaq. He's one of the most recognizable people in the world. I don't know if there's anybody that's more recognizable I, than Shaq. Yeah, it's like, just- there's no, are you Shaq? Yeah. Nobody's ever said that to one Shaq. One of the most recognizable people in the world. And <laughs> he walked in, he made a joke. He, like, he purposely walked into a chandelier and rubbed his head on the chandelier. People were like, that's funny, Shaq being yeah. Shaq. But he shook everyone's hand. I go, dude, why are you shaking everyone's hand? He goes, listen, all I need to do is shake someone's hand and they're a fan for life. And not only they're a fan, you made their day. And not only that, they're going to tell four other people that they just met Shaq and he was a great person. He told that to and Yeah. And, that's, and I was like, smart. you know what? Super he's smart. right. He's right. He, he just nailed it out of the park right there. He's like, listen, he just, he, he nailed it. He was like, boom. He just made four of the fans by shaking one person's hand. He just made a fan for life. And the most important part, he made someone's day. How cool is that? That you could walk and make someone's day. Imagine you have the power to make someone's day. That's one of maybe one of the greatest powers ever in the world to just make someone's With an day. act that simple act too. that simple to make someone's day. What's cooler than that? There's nothing that's so more simple by just making someone's right. day. Listen, I could make someone's bed. I could, I could do this, but you can make them feel good and change their life, their state just like that. It's fucking incredible. It's, it's really like the greatest actual superpower. Yeah. Dude. And he could do it at mass too. Like mass. he goes and does an EDM music festival. He goes and does easier 50,000 people. They all leave feeling that way. And then he shakes a couple hundred people's hands, goes, if he moshes, like I saw him moshing yeah, at Lollapalooza, he goes and moshes with 
400, 500 people. Yeah. That's part of the show. He that's puts 500 on. He puts on fans for life. People go to these festivals, see that. It's part of the performance. You have to see it. I mean, I've never been and nobody to, else does that either. Nobody does. You're not going to see, uh, you're not going to see a uh, fucking uh, Skrillex see in the Zed. crowd. You're not going to see <laughs> Zed fucking in the crowd moshing. You know, not, that's not He's what he get does. hurt. He will like, get all these guys hurt. They're not big. They, but, I love EDM artists though. And a lot of, like I'm friends with a couple of them, but yeah, they're not, they're not Shaq. They're not Shaq. It's got this. And listen, those guys might be, they're insanely talented when it comes to putting songs together and doing Zach. Shaq puts on a show. He makes, he, you know, he, I think he'd be the first person to tell you, like, I do it because I enjoy it. I'm not trying to be the next Zed. I'm not trying to be the next Alesso. But what I am doing is I'm the next Shaq Diesel. And uh, he puts on a show. That's what he does. 100%. My brother. My man. Love your style. Love your look. I love, love your look. I love it. Where can people find you? At Adam Glenn. You find me on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn, you know, that's what I do. Ladies and gentlemen, check him out. Let him know what your favorite thing you learned from this podcast was. Send it to him via DM. Yeah, Let him really listen. Let's See go. you guys next time. Peace.